Grace. Eric. You've joined us today. I'm here. I'm back. How is life? It's good. Still hey, living. We are on episode lucky number 13. Uh, yes, sir. Are you ready to get this started? I am. Grace, this show is going to be obscene because it's episode 13. All right, let's do it. I'm Eric Idiot Runner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right, business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. Holy moly, I almost didn't make it. I forgot that my dishwasher was running there and it was going to cause some <laughs> some audio uh, technicality. So I had to run and stop it. Good job. Yeah. That's, I made it that, when you're at the front of the pack, that's you do everything fast, right? Hey, it was a pretty fast pace, I think. Yeah. So I have I have some things that have come up since last week that oh I need to talk about. One, I I have a couple of like newsletters and things like that, that I, I subscribe to. So I, I read a couple emails and I end up with a lot of ads. Hi, Becky. Hi. Becky's joining us. Keep going. Wow, Keep fabulous. And so, you know, you get all these ads and one of them's from trail runner. And I saw there was an ad. I don't know if you might've missed it, but I know you, um, Eric, have talked about some issues that you have had in the past. Um, and I thought this advertisement might help you. It is Zach Miller has come out with a new brand of running underwear. And Zach Miller is, of course, uh, originally Pennsylvania trail runner. He's from Millersville down here in South Central Pennsylvania. One of the Conestoga Cowboys. So I just thought I'd let you know if you want to try them out. I would definitely look into it. I mean, it's kind of cool that somebody local like that has uh, mm -hmm. come out with something like that. I'd like them to be on my body. <laughs> Zach Miller, you can try out Zach Miller's underwear. So I just wanted to, I wanted to give you that advice. Huh. Yeah, I didn't, I missed that. I did not see it. And what are they called? Is Do you remember the name? It is available now in black and limited edition green by uh cxp okay it's called the run xp oh, designed, it out. designed and engineered in collaboration with ultra runner zach miller oh. as a part of his awareness campaign use code pow10 for 10 percent off i don't know why i'm giving people codes i don't know it's, you know as i you have mean, nothing to do with them but as, no that's fine as he's a nice guy i've met him yeah he, he's amazing i have not met him i wish he was my friend um <laughs> I, I still want to run with them someday, but yeah. someday. Yeah. Did you know, being a female, I'm not sure if you know the insides and outs of the, the male underwear scene. I do not, but I know you, you did talk on the podcast before about your issues with running underwear and how you had to stop and take them off. So 
Yeah, that was that was one time. I, I mean, I try to keep it in control, but I mean, there is a pair of underwear called Saks. Are you aware of Saks? I don't know about Saks. I don't want to hear about it, but I'm sure maybe somebody does. So you keep going. No, the, the name is is funny, especially as somebody that hasn't heard about it. But it's sure. basically it's S-A-X-X and um, they're higher priced underwear and they're exactly what it sounds like. They give your your fellows a little pouch to sit in. So it's not, you know, it's not just one thing. It's kind of its own encased. Uh, I should probably stop, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I'm using my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands here, like Will Ferrell. I don't yeah, know. you should stop there. But anyway, they work great. John Johnson got me uh, hooked on them. And uh-huh. I know a lot of runners that actually use them. And for for males, they actually work very good because they they prevent that rubbing. Yeah. And, you know, for females, you can just put some snacks in there. Yeah, you could definitely put snacks in there because there's a whole pocket there that you wouldn't use. Yeah. 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 I like this. This is a good idea. All right. So this episode, we are world ending. Yeah. Previewing. Um, world's kind of end previewing. 100K. Yeah. World's end 100K is coming up, which is a big race. In and 50K. And 50K. And I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the world's end 50K and 100K are coming up this weekend and they're a big race here on the East coast. And so we thought we'd do a little pre-gaming because it um, it's, it's kind of a big deal around. And a lot of people travel to come in to, uh, to run AJW ran it last year. Right. Yeah. Andy Jones Wilkins. So it attracts a, a good crowd. So we thought we'd pre-game that particular race and also um, bring on some guests, Jeff and Carly Kearns. Uh, Jeff Kearns is from South Central Pennsylvania and around in my area, part of the York Roadrunners and the York Ridge Runners Club. And uh, Carly is his very supportive spouse, who also is a member of our Trail Sisters down here in South Central PA. So we thought we'd double up, talk about World's End, as well as running spouses. We've got a good mix tonight. So two big, fun topics to talk about. By the way, here's other beef that I have. So I have things that I, that I have to get off my chest because I Grace, this, our, this show is made for you. Like, go ahead, let it out. I need to let it out. So I went on my group run, which I do almost every Wednesday. We, we run high point and uh, I went on my group run and I attempted to start telling a story and a friend said, hey, yeah, yeah, we heard about that on the podcast. So now that I'm telling stories on the podcast, people have already heard my stories. And when I go out on the group run, I don't get to tell my stories anymore. Your level, just, your level of awesomeness is kind of like, because you're like a big rerun now. <laughs> I am. I'm a big rerun. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. So I'm very sad. Yeah. I'm not Wait, I got to change your name real quick to Grace Rerun. Did line. you figure out how to do that yet? I know how. I'm just not playing those childish games. Uh, it was So the most fun thing was uh, for anybody who did not see this, uh, there is a, a group run coming up in, in July that Eric is doing. So he created a Facebook messenger group for it. And his rule is that we can't have memes in the Facebook messenger group which is so sad because memes can brighten your day. And so I changed his name to Eric, no memes, Kosek. Yeah. And it's, I was very, and I laughed about it for like 10 minutes. To you know, as long as it, made <laughs> it, was, it made me so happy. That's great. That's good. That's what we're here for. 
All right. Let's, I think, I think we bring on Jeff and Carly to talk about World's End. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them on and let's, I want to, before they get, uh, before Jeff gets chit chat and I got questions for him, I'm sure you do. Um, I like to talk about, you know, who's running it and uh, maybe kind of like what ponies we're picking and things like that. Let's do it. So Jeff and Carly, welcome to the show. So, Hi. thank you. Beard Envy. Jeff, for those that can't see that watch or listen to this in podcast form tomorrow, I mean, his beard is just better than mine. Ugh. It is. It's it fluffy. Is. Yeah. He's kind of like a Santa Claus. I do play Santa Claus. He actually is Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I knew it. Great. Now, welcome. Thank you for taking the time to to join in um, on the fun show. If you want to pipe in at any time to say anything, especially if we say something dumb or something, correct us, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know Jeff from our local uh, York Ridge Runners. He also uh, paced me for part of my FKT for day one. He was there for the bulk of it. So I really appreciated that. And he's, and he's also been to an idiot runner event. He's been to an idiot runner event, and then uh, Carly and I have had uh, fun hikes together as well. So I've gotten to yeah, yeah. Have both of them. Can I mention one more thing before we dive into World Then? Yeah. So I, I gotta I gotta give two shout outs because I promised these kids I would do it on here. Hopefully they're watching. If not, they can listen to it later. But I had two cross country slash track kids that have really wanted an idiot runner hat, right? The Boko mm -hmm. hats. Well, they're not cheap, and I really didn't want to take their money from kids. It's just, that's kind of frowned upon, right? But anyway, the I had a bunch of stone that I needed to spread in my driveway today or past couple weeks. So they said, hey, how about we come over and spread the stone and, you know, earn the hats? Well, today, Max Macias and Henry Whitney came over and busted their butt for several hours, shoveling hard gravel into a, into a, a wheelbarrow type thing and spreading it out of my driveway so kudos to them they got their hats these little punks worked hard which not many little punks work hard anymore in high school so uh good job men and thank you there he is he's here let's go that's his thing <laughs> all right red and stone <laughs> they got it they might have got a couple blisters uh, so i toughened them up a little bit mm -hmm. let's talk about world's end yes let's do so I was looking at the list. It's not, you know, most years there's a lot, I think I was telling Becky today, there's a lot more people, runners, athletes running it that I know compared to this year. There's still a handful, yeah. but there's quite a few that I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I agree with that. I went through the list. I, I knew quite a few people, but honestly, I was looking like, hey, I want to go pace or crew and, and nobody, um, who, there were some people who I know just like don't need my help or <laughs> or some people I knew a lot in the 50k you know uh, uh, so uh, really didn't get to um, I, I'm I'm gonna be sweeping instead so I'm gonna I'm gonna sweep the last section of the race because that's the one way I can see the finish line right by, <laughs> is by sweeping it right uh, so anyway for for <laughs> For the 50k we'll start the 50k yeah. the only two names that i see that are going to be that i hope are towards the top for me <clears throat> my hopes are josh boyer uh, and, yeah. Yeah. and kevin scott new jersey kevin scott doctor 
Okay. Um, both solid runners. I don't know if they have what it takes to win it. I hope they do, but okay. they are my picks for I'm rooting for them. I hope yeah. they're listening. If not, this you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> yeah, Pardon? I um I I think Josh Boyer is gonna do really well. Uh actually I gotta look because I, I did not prep as well as I should have. Uh, but I, I heard a room. I know Callie is in for the 50K. Yeah. Um, if Albert does the 50K and he races it, he should do well. He's had a good year so far. Word on the street is he was going to, he told me he was probably, he signed up for the 100K. But yeah. I think he's going to drop down to 50K. So we'll see what kind of time he can rip. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends on whether he wants to run it, you know? Right. Yeah. And I don't know if you have any other names you want to drop for the 50K, but we can move up to the 100K. Uh, you know, I think uh looks like, is that is that Gibby is in for the 50K? He should have fun with it. He's not in, he's not doing 100K? Uh, I don't think so. Unless I'm no. looking at, no, 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 no. I'm not looking at it right. Hold on. This is stuff you should have looked at. Oh, Grace. Stop it. So anyway, for the 100K, uh, first name, first name that pops in uh, on my list is Regan McCoy, but oh, yeah. but Regan, um, he kind of blew up last year at the hundred k attempt at World's End. So this year, this is a redemption, I'm sure, on his end. Um, <laughs> the dude's unstoppable. So I, I would put money on that he'll fix his fix his mess ups and destroy it this year. Yeah. Um. Right behind him, I have Gabe Batdorf, who yeah. is running very strong. He's got what it takes, mm-hmm. and he's going to gut himself. <clears throat> and Steve Larrick, which I don't know if anybody recalls. <laughs> Larrick had a rough year last year. I'm going to throw he up did. a picture real quick. This don't was, look. It's gross. This was Steve last year at the first uh, – a uh, couple miles. He he had a fight with a tree branch and yeah. he did not win. How do I remove that? I don't know. Uh, I'll figure. I got it figured out. Yeah, I gave him <laughs> my arm sleeve to tie around his head. Oh, yeah. But anyway, if he's, I don't know what his training's like. I haven't been following him super hard. But if he's anywhere near he's, where he's been doing a lot of cross training, he he was pretty busy over the winter hitting up the slopes. So I wouldn't be surprised if he came out of that pretty strong. Um, I think we've got some other ones that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Neil Barnaba, he's done it before. He's a strong runner. He's a smart runner. Um, I think he's going to have a good race. He um, uh, did Western States last year. Is that right, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Last year. yeah. I haven't seen much that Neil has been doing. He's, um, uh, I haven't seen much that, that's been going on with him, but hope he has a good day. Uh, Jill Dennis. I that mean, was my, that was my female. Yep. Yeah. She's just been killing it and uh, can't wait to see how she does. I'll be really interested in seeing how Rachel does. Rachel Edge yep. um, coming off of that AT through hike i mean she uh killed it with will so i'm i hope that she has a really fun time uh jordan copenhafer really hope that he has a good time out there he's a a really strong i mean the 100k is just about 
continuing to move when you don't want to move. So uh, people who are really strong hikers can do well. And I think Jordan's going to have a good one. And then there's Tank. I mean, yeah, he never tapers. So I think if he ever tapered, <laughs> uh, he'd, he'd have a really strong one. But uh, it, it's always fun to, to watch him finish because he's always so happy at the at the end of every finish. And yeah, and thank for every one of them. So uh, and then isn't Steph? Steph's running it, right? No. OK. No, she's doing the 70 miler next week. Uh, and then Carla. Carla Carla's in there. Carla's yep. going to crush it. Yep. Carla's in there. I want to see how Misty, I believe, is coming back. Is she confirmed? She's on the list. I, that's all I saw. Awesome. Yeah. I saw she's on the list. I'm rooting for her to make a comeback. I hope that happens. Um, so the other one, which I don't know her, but I know of her, I think. I think I might have talked to her one time is Justina Wilson. Um, she is just a absolute powerhouse. If I had Jill Dennis and Justina Wilson, those are probably my, my picks for the ladies side. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. We'll have to, we'll have to remember that and see uh, if your predictions come true. I was just looking at the weather today and it, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a steamy one mid eighties and uh, like sit near high fifties to start, which is, uh, that's, it's going to be pretty, pretty warm. warm. So yeah. be interesting, but it doesn't look like any rains in the forecast or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope Gibby has a good race. You know, I saw him last year and he was just super happy the whole time. I hope that happens again. So I love, I love watching everybody run it. Carla watch watching Carla run it. And then Jeff is going for his Jeff's finished. You finished the 50 K you DNF the hundred K last year. 2021. 2021. Okay. So you took 21. a year off of the race? I did. This All right. Started. Well, let's dive right in. What the heck happened in 2021? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. So uh, what happened? A little bit we were running together. I remember this now. In the very beginning, we were running together. Beginning. Well, that's uh -huh. when you met. No, no, no. No? No. No. Um, so... Uh, a little bit of heat, not not a great hot runner. Um, had uh, had just finished up with uh, COVID, the, mm -hmm. coming out of it. So uh, training wasn't as good as it probably could have been. So yeah. uh, that that was like in the March time frame. So it kind of like hit in a really not good spot. Um, and then uh, I, I just felt really really bad. Uh, coming into Canyon Vista and looked at another 13 miles before I could get to the, my crew again and said, I'm probably just going to walk 13 miles. And that didn't sound like a really good idea. So probably just end this sad train here. So okay. Yeah. And can we, Eric, I think we back up and talk about this race for anybody who doesn't know about it, the world's end 50 K world's end hundred K. Right. So they can, I want context into what Jeff is talking about, because this is no, this, a lot of people DNF this. Mm -hmm. Sure. So uh world's end. And one of the first questions I get from people who've never done it before is why is it called world's end? And that is because it takes place at a place called world's end state park. 
So there you go. It's it's called World's End 50K and World's End 100K because it takes place at World's End State Park. And it is beautiful ferns and ferns and ferns and hemlocks and vistas, canyon vista, high knob, absolutely gorgeous, highly organized, glossy participant guide with all your cruise stations. I mean, people come back every year for this race. It is um, put together very nicely. And the 50K is uh, technical and gnarly, but a good amount of time to finish it. And most people who do the, the 50K uh, do finish the 50K. And then the 100K is technical and gnarly. And I, the finish rate is somewhere around 55, 60%, depending on the year. And about 50% of the finishers finish within the last hour. It is a very difficult 100K uh, because of the technicality of it. And um, I think a lot of people underestimate how difficult it is because the elevation isn't too terrible if you look at the elevation profile. Um, but it is really uh, difficult to run for us mere mortals, unlike the Cossacks who have both won <laughs> this race. So mere mortals being Jeff and I. <laughs> uh, and uh, what, what year did you do the 50K, Jeff? Uh, 19. 2019. I think that was the same year I did it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so Jeff, is your, how's your training been leading up to next week this year? Do you feel more confident? Do you, do you feel the same? What? Yeah. So uh, I, feel, I feel significantly more confident. I, you know, I, I, I have been uh, training better than I have. I've been eating better, um, have probably dropped about 10 pounds, which is very significant. I mean, trying to take 10, you know, two five pound bags of flour, catch them to your back and, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. So <clears throat> those two things I think have, uh, have been good. You know, as solid as they could be, you know, it's not perfect, but whatever it's, it is what it is. Um, nice. A lot of uh, a lot of ups and downs as far as hills a lot of elevation in the training so as much as you can get around here <clears throat> well the one thing i mean and this is kind of common sense advice but i whenever anybody asks me about world's end or if anybody's worried about cutoffs the bottom line and grace i think you'll agree the bottom line is you got to keep moving and that's sure. that sounds simple but you got to keep moving and if your power if you're walking you better be walking with a darn purpose the whole time or else that clock's going to sneak up on you. Am, am I correct? Sure. Not wasting time at eight stations. Yeah. 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 If you're riding that, if you're riding those cutoffs, that, that aid station stop better be as quick as like a pit stop, you know? Yeah. And advice. I think, I think the, the way the cutoffs are set up is that if you're physically capable of finishing 50 miles, you're pretty much going to get to the, to Brunerdale. Uh, but after Brunerdale, if you haven't, if you haven't, you know, set yourself up well to, to either knock it out of the park after that point or banked enough time, then you're really going to struggle to finish. So I think, um, I think not getting complacent with the Brunerdale cutoff is really key. And not getting lost on the course, right, Becky? <laughs> oh, that's just mean. That was mean. 
was no it's it's marked very good it shouldn't be anybody's real concern or worry um let's see so uh, so jeff uh, carly are you his crew i am i am his crew and then he has a friend that's going to pace him for who's pacing that half caleb Oh, you got a solid <laughs> Caleb Roth pacing. That's one heck of a pacer. Uh, you know, <laughs> go big, right? Make sure you got somebody that's uh, going to make yeah. it make it worthwhile. Hey, one the one thing about having a pacer, yeah, it's always nice to know uh, you have somebody to keep you company at the end. But man, it, it sure is nice knowing you can't give up because of him. So he worked his butt off to get to that waiting for you at a certain spot. It, it's yeah. always motivation, at least to me, to be like, you know what? I Even if you're at Canyon Vista again and you feel crappier than you did before, you got to keep trying to get to Caleb, man. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There are a couple of things that have happened outside of World's End stuff. I've had some other events that have I have yet to finish um, and pounded my head on them a little bit. So um there's been some experience from them and it just seems it, it just feels like this is a very positive time having a very good pacer on the back end of this is just it, very excited very anxious and feel this is going to be the a good a good day well and a very positive pacer i mean <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but be excited about running when he's around so yeah, it'll be true. good one of the nicest dudes i've ever met yep Yep. That's awesome. It sounds like you got everything uh, lined up to have a successful day. Yeah. Just got to do it. Yep. Awesome. What else, Grace? Got any other questions for him? I do. Why are you doing this again? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's the big question? So this, this is, this is go number two at this one. So wh why do it again? It's because I didn't finish. Right. So you got to mm -hmm. finish it. Um, I, I, alluded I mean, to you don't have events. to, you can just, uh, yeah, kind of eats just at you. You just sweep like me. It kind of <laughs> eats at you. Yeah. I, yeah. This, I, that's, that's the answer is okay. it's, it's unfinished business. Um, yeah. this, this race has been, um, one of those that, um, that kind of has this, this, the sparkle to it, you know, it's just, People have asked me because I've not finished 100 K yet that this is. So the question is, why? Why are you picking the hard one to try right. first? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like it had a sparkle. It's, this is something that I wanted to do. So why? Why do it again? Because it's not done. You got to go out and finish it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the answer to that one. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of race formats set up out there to uh, to easily get those distances that people want to obtain under their belts. Uh, for example, you know, a 24 hour event. Well, you got you can you keep moving and you're going to get a hundred k, a fifty k, whatever your goal might be. You know, it's sure. it's it's easier to obtain it. Let's face it, than something like World's End. So when you put some when you start out with a hundred k at something like World's End, it just it should make it that much more important, right? And that that much harder yeah. means it's it's that much more important to you. Yeah, it's unfinished business. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna finish it. I want to hear a little bit about your um, 50k experience <laughs> and how that went. 
that's a that's a good one. So um, there's a there's a about a 50k race down here in the southern end of the county called the KTA Super Hike or Trail Challenge, depending on what year you you hit. What what year did you do it? I started doing it in 2014 and okay. had done it every year up to 2021 was the last time I did it. Okay. I, I so think I didn't I do did, it last year. I think I did 2015, 2016, 2017, I think. Okay. I have to go back and look at the numbers, but yeah, yeah. we definitely so, ran together. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's a, a fun race down along the Susquehanna River. It's good stuff. Um, so my brother and I have done a few things together and he said, Oh, Hey, we should go do the 50 K. So we, we did. And, uh, we, we, we hit the very first uphill. Uh, first off, we're, we're staying in a Airbnb going through the night before race plan. This is a pace. We should probably finish at these aid stations at this time, mm -hmm. go through this whole, probably about an hour talking between the two of us about this so that, the um the crew can be where they need to be because cell service is non-existent all that good stuff <clears throat> so we hit the first the first uh 50k first first big climb and <laughs> my brother says to me he says hey we should probably dial this back a little bit maybe this pace wasn't really the one we should plan for i said sure fine great we can do that I said well how, how did your training go as we're climbing up this and he goes I, I ran, uh, I ran about six miles. I'm thinking, okay, you ran six miles a week. He said, no, I ran twice, three miles each for a total of six miles to train for world's end 50 K. Okay. <clears throat> now, mind you, my brother had just had his first son and had started his own business. So there were some oh, reasons okay. legitimate. Um, so anyway, he, we finished, uh, we did finish that year. Uh, he, was there and it was it was good but uh yeah so that's my 50k world's end experience oh boy that's so it's a good story yeah <laughs> six oh, miles my goodness but you fell in love with it then yeah beautiful how, how can you not love that place yeah yeah I, I so i had the same experience i i ran the 50k and um, I was just blown away by the first, I was supposed to run it with a friend and then she wasn't able to make it. So I ended up running it by myself, but I met some amazing people along the way. And I was running the 50K, just ferns and beauty hood. And I remember getting to the last aid station and 50K runners go right and 100K runners get to go straight. And, and I remember being like, well, I don't wanna go straight. I don't wanna turn, I don't want this to be over. And I had to turn right and I, I finished and um, just had, had such a blast that day. And um, the first time I attempted the 100K, it was that aid station that I was like, yes, I get to go straight. And, and they make you feel so special there, even um, all the way to the, the back of the pack. I remember the last time I attempted it, I was, I was just having a rough day. So I was pretty far back there. And so I get to that same aid station and there were both 50K and um, 100K runners. Well, 100K runner, and that was me. And everybody else is 50K. And they kept saying, oh, she's 100K. She's 100K. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's get her thing. She's 100K. And they just made me feel so special. 
And um, and that's how all the aid stations are. They just uh, they make you feel incredibly special at every aid station. So I, it sounds like you had the same experience as me. Um, it just you fall in love with this race at the 50k, and then have to do the 100k maybe a couple of, maybe a couple of times <laughs> until you finish it. Uh, so I'm excited for you. Best of luck out there. I hope I don't see you. Because if you see me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be poking you with a stick or something. Good. <laughs> but I hope you're already at the finish uh, by the time I get down there to the finish. I'm sure it'll be an awesome day. It'll be a good day. Yeah, Becky and I are we're going over Friday night to hang out a little bit, and then we are running the what's the first name of the first? You're doing the first aid station. I don't know the name. Yeah. I forget the, what's the name of the first aid station. Anyone go. Stones Pond, is that right? No, no that's the second that's one. That's the first throwable one. Anyway, she's she's helping with that first aid station, so I'll probably go help with that also. And then we're gonna we're crewing Adam Kolb the rest of the day for the good part of the day, and Becky's pacing him, and uh, I'm pacing someone else. So we'll be out there, out and about, and hopefully at the finish line for quite a while. So yeah. there. I'll see you at the first aid station. See you, Rock. And yeah. everybody's going to be there. All yeah. right. Uh, and the other thing that we wanted to talk about today was um, running spouses. We haven't talked about this topic yet because Eric and Becky, you're in this unique position where the both of you run. Right. Um, and both of you run competitively, which is really interesting. And then Jeff and Carly, uh, both of you uh, move together, but Carly, you don't run yet. No. <laughs> I, I drive from aid station to aid station. <laughs> um, and uh, but you do you do hike and you get out there and you support I Jeff. Do. Yes. Yep. And then I, um, my husband supports me from afar. From from afar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> supports all my craziness, um, but does not tag along. And we just for the record, we prefer it that way. It works out perfect for us. Uh, so I thought we, we've had this idea to talk about this a little bit for a while. We just haven't gotten to the topic, but we thought it would be a great one with Jeff and Carly here. So, I mean, Eric and Becky, let's start with the two of you. How do you manage a training schedule with the both of you being competitive? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. And you put the the poll out on the Facebook on the, on mullet runner on uh, the running mullet um, asking people what their you know, what their situation was. And I, I didn't look at numbers, but it was pretty much all over the map, right? No, it was pretty, <laughs> you didn't look at the numbers, obviously. No, <laughs> no it was, it was pretty, um, cons most people said that their partner, um, spouse, significant other, their partner does not run, um, but they do other activities with them. Um, but most of them said no. So there were, there were, you know, a good chunk of people where they both run. Um, and there were a, a good chunk of people with either saying no period or no, but they do other things together. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's, it's a double-edged sword for both of us wanting to do the ultra stuff because mm -hmm. there's only so much time, you know, but on the flip side, it's, it's amazing. It gives us something to have in common and to kind of talk about and to sometimes go out on weekend, easy long runs together and things like that. 
But when we're both training for, you know, say a hundred miler, even if it's a different one, we're, you know, the season training with kids, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot to try to both get out there. And it, you know, it turn it ends up being our kids are, are waking up all alone and they can, but they're old enough. They can handle themselves. Um, we get out early get our, you know, get our long runs in most of the time that way, but it's hard because both of us want to get long runs in, not, Oh, she's going to come to world's end to crew me. And I can run every weekend leading up to it type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that that is the most interesting part is that not only are both of you competitive, but you're also doing very similar distances and that they are incredibly long distances. And and then having kids, on top, I, I don't know, it just seems like a lot like you. You need to hire more kids. Yeah. To, <laughs> to handle things around the house. It, it's hard to picking races because we both have races we want to pick. And then mm. like this will be our first time where we're both running and not having each other as our crew and stuff this July. Yeah. We're both running the same hundred miler in Montana this July. And basically we're both going to be, well, we have friends going out with us, but uh, you know, we won't have each other. She's probably going to be behind me somewhere. Definitely. Who knows? <laughs> um, but not far, obviously. And uh, kind of getting through that without each other will be a, a first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, uh, kudos to you for figuring it out. It's a whole lot easier when there's only one of us to figure out a run schedule. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jeff and Carly, how do you manage it? Because Carly, do you always crew Jeff? I think so. Yeah, yep. I, I think there might have been one race that I wasn't around for. But yeah, usually. Okay. And he doesn't yep. drive you crazy. No, well, he's no. Because <laughs> no. I'm, I'm a lot to manage and I like my marriage. So I prefer that my husband just stay home because that keeps for a happy home when he does not see me at my worst. Well, I will say we're in a really lucky position now because our, our kiddos are older. We have five daughters, but they're 19 to 25. So mm -hmm. when he was first doing these races, they were younger and they would come along with me. Um, but there were some times that, I mean, I had to take them to hockey tournaments and soccer tournaments while he was trying to run the KTA. And then we'd all try to meet up at the end. So, you know, there's definitely been some challenges now that they're older, it is a lot easier. And I love being outside. I get to see some great views while I'm waiting for him. So mm -hmm. it does there's some bonuses there for me too. Yeah. Now, do you go like, do you get to see the sights? Do you go for walks? Do you go for hikes while you're waiting? Yeah, a little bit. I I don't always venture far because I want to be available when he runs in. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to work on that, you know, my timing a little bit so I can go explore a little bit more. Um, and it's my timing as well. Like I need to be a little more uh, realistic with when I'm going to be where that would make her life. He easier. actually hits pretty close to his goals. He's, you know, <laughs> I'm saying for me. If he just like slows down, like that gives you more time. So I think <laughs> could, be a, could be a good plan. You know, one thing that we've always found, or I guess I've always found, and she's she's crewed me more times in longer races than I've crewed her for longer races. Mm -hmm. But 
um, having your significant other as your crew, one big negative is you can talk back to them. But one big positive is you can talk back to them. So, you know, she, she she's more hard headed than I am. I'm when I'm Mr. Uh, whiny pants, the, she, it's just, it's in one ear out the other to her. She, she won't allow it. She won't even begin to uh, allow the thought of stopping the race, you know, for me to stop at least not yet type of thing. Um, to where like, if that was a friend of mine, just coming out for the weekend and supporting me and helping me out, uh, they would probably be like, okay, dude, whatever. If you want to be done, go ahead be done. Possibly. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's pick your, pick your poison very correctly when you're picking your crew. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say my, my crew's always been right in tune with me, but maybe I just pick great crew. They, they put up with me and they know how, they know how I get, I get, it's funny because we do group runs and I'm always like silly and let's take photos and let's have fun. And then race day, I am just a, all business. Like I have fun out on the course, but when it comes to prep and the night before and aid stations, like I, I have a rhythm that I need to get through and I get super, super serious. Yeah. And so uh, maybe I just have great crew that puts up with me, but. Yeah, I mean the stuff Becky's done, the World's End hundred Ks and Eastern States hundred miler, she hasn't she hasn't needed me to do it. My job's easy. I just go hang out and eat part of her food while I'm waiting for her <laughs> and then give her whatever she wants and she's she's off. Me, I'm more of a needy fella. Yeah. Because we I, all know that. I'm a head case. Uh or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're, this is actually an intervention. <laughs> I knew it was coming eventually. Fair I got plenty of backup. We've got Becky on, and this is your intervention. So, well, before uh, we go any farther, I do want to ask Becky, live on the Running Mullet oh. show, are you going to run World's End 100K again? Ever? Yeah. Okay. I don't know when. And I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put the map on my watch. Maybe yeah. it'll beep at me when I do something stupid. Yeah, we'll do it the same year, Becky. When you do it, I'll do it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving forward with with spouses. So, yeah. uh, Jeff, when you when you did quit at uh, you said Canyon Vista is when you yeah. DNF'd. What was what if you don't mind me asking? And it's sure. okay if it's because this stuff is gets personal, man. I and. There's a lot of stuff that I really don't enjoy talking about, or maybe that's between Becky and I at aid stations. Maybe other people overhear some things. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, Carly, did did he just say I'm done and that was pretty much it? Was there any fighting? Was not fighting between the two of you, but like, did you try to keep him going type of thing? No, I don't think I did fight it enough. Um, and I am getting tougher with him about that because I told him, that this year I'm not bringing him home from anywhere other than the aid station. The I mean, the finish line, sorry, right, right. not the aid stations. But um, yeah, I think I did not fight him, um, but he didn't, he didn't look good. <laughs> so I was a little worried about him. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. I think having a spouse crew you, yeah. is they have their heart bleeds for, for you. You know what I mean? And maybe a friend, Grace, you might be able to back this up more that there's not as much, uh, well, they don't care about you as much, Grace. 
Emotionally. <laughs> Emotionally. So it's like, all right, you look like hell, but okay, fine. keep moving. Where? Yeah, yeah. My my friends are like, oh, we knew, we know you. You're whiny. You're fine. But um, yeah, I, my husband's never crewed me, and we keep it that way. And I honestly, he doesn't like seeing me in pain. He doesn't like to see me upset and uncomfortable, and he always wants to make me feel better. And so he's like, well, if quitting makes you feel better, then that's what you should do. So uh, like, yeah. I when I call him, I he's the one who, who picked me up when I was done at the horseshoe. And the day before, I thought about quitting, and I had called a friend. And I talked to several friends and it was, it was eventually um, Erica Lubera talked me out of it. Um, but the next day when I was definitely ready, I didn't call any of my friends. I called him because I, I knew he would just he would come rescue me. That's that's what he does. So um, so he I purposefully he does not crew me. I, I know if I was out on the course, I would worry about him. And like whether he is stressing about the directions or whether I, I I would just be too concerned about him the whole time. And then he would be worried that I'm miserable. It just, it's not a good picture. And he's very grumpy in the morning. So it doesn't, no, not going to happen. We're, <laughs> we're never getting, I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever do that. It just doesn't mesh well. Although when I got, when I, um, when I stopped my horseshoe, my uh, horseshoe FKT attempt, when I did stop it, uh, one of the first things he said to me was, I think you should try it again. So he's incredibly supportive of what I do, um, but he doesn't, he'll occasionally show up at a finish line if I ask him to. So when I finished my Mason Dixon FKT, I said, I, I'd really like you to be there. And he did, he showed up uh, and ran with me for like the last two miles. Um, so he's, he's very supportive of what I do, but my husband doesn't participate in any of this stuff. None of it. Doesn't run. None. Now we hike together and we mountain bike together. That's what we do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to, for everybody, everybody to, to realize that your significant other, whoever it may be, can be super supportive, more yeah. supportive than, than most and still not, not go to these events. Like it right. doesn't, doesn't mean anything to not be there. Right. Really. Yeah, it's interesting because people, a lot of my friends have never met him. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't come to anything. And so, yeah, I think the perception can be out there that he's not supportive. Um, but literally he's told me, said, you know, we, we have this thing. He, he, um, very early on in our relationship, which we've been together. I have no idea how long, 16, 17 years. Uh, very early in a relationship, he was just, you know, you don't ever have to ask permission for anything. You're your own person. So we don't, I never say like, honey, can I do this? You know, I don't ask for permission. I do, we do talk about it sometimes. Like, hey, I'm thinking about the, doing this thing. It's going to be a week long. What do you think? And we talk through it. Um, but we don't, he doesn't ever say, oh, you can't do that. Right. We don't, we don't have that kind of, um, that's not how we function together. So, uh, so I do my thing and he kind of ignores how many pairs of shoes I buy and <laughs> I buy a lot of shoes. <laughs> and for the record, and I, this is such a dumb thing to talk about, but 
uh, I've had this comment before too of, uh, this is terrible comments. I don't think I've ever heard this in trail running. Um, but uh, I pay for all of my gear, all of my shoes. I do. I'm the, I'm the breadwinner of the house. Don't tell anybody I said that. I mean, so, so it's, it's easier to buy like 200 pair of shoes when you pay the bill. So he, you know, he doesn't care that I spend a bunch of money on running. And that's, probably, the, that's, that's the other problem with, you know, both of us doing this crazy stuff. Is it the expensive? Oh, I mean, running is very cheap, right? It's the cheapest sport out there. I just wore a new pair of shoes this morning and I love them. I'm so excited about them. Everything's doubled though. And you know, it's if, if I'm yeah. not buying a pair this week, she's buying a pair next week. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the exchanges, his, he's a professional photographer. He's a commercial photographer. So he buys, and granted he makes money off of it. Like that's his, what he does for a living, but still like that stuff's expensive. Yeah. How much lighting equipment is in my house? Every room, every room has lighting equipment. So <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a good partnership between us. But yeah, I think it is an interesting dynamic where we love to hike together. He just has to go off on side trails and explore on these rocks and what's over here. And let me touch this tree and I'm going to go climb that tree. So I, I can't get anywhere with him. It's like a... Two miles will take two hours, uh, but we love to hike together and we do mountain bike together. I, I sucked it up and bought a mountain bike. I'm very slow, but he is so patient with me and, uh, and yeah, he supports me, but you, you'll probably never see him at any event. <laughs> well, and we, like do, we do trail maintenance together too. So he likes going out and he has a machete and cuts stuff up. Nice. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Do we want to dive, keep diving into this whole thing or is that it? I'll add, I'll add something. I, I think to, to go back to the question you had asked, you know, about the, 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 when I DNF at uh, Canyon yeah. Vista and was there, was there fireworks and there, yeah. there weren't, it was just, I don't feel good. I look terrible. We're done. And I think, I think what we've kind of, you know, we, we look back at that afterwards and we had a very long conversation and we've grown and, and are now much more experienced. So going at it as a team, we have been learning over over the course of time. And so the fact that we've been together uh, for many of these events, things are uh, she's more attuned to things and yeah, she's, you know, I know more questions to ask now and I know a little bit better how to evaluate what's really going on yeah. and what does he really need? And... Like sit down, cool off and then get back to it right. rather right. than, all right, let's get in the van. Right. So it, it's, yeah. an evolution, I think is also important. You know, it's good. I'm still growing, growing and evolving. Yeah. When I'm out, when I'm run doing a long race and I feel like, I guess like hell, you know, call it an, a low or whatever. I have plenty of time out there before I see Becky um, to come up in my head with he what does. are legit reasons um, sure. why, why I can call it a day at the next next time I see her. Okay. The the problem with all those legit reasons is I'm the crazy dude who's who's tired and 
his his thoughts aren't really coming together right and but i feel like they are and then i get to her which she's not running and she has her head on straight and she just rapid fire telling me why everything i'm saying is a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. and it is uh most of the time and I'm, i never crawl in with a snapped ankle or anything like that don't get me wrong yeah. uh i'm just in a bad spot so it's it's real easy um i would say there's no crew that's the wrong crew but your crew should understand especially when we start going long distances and at grace i think you'll agree too that uh a lot of what your what their runners is going to come in saying or even looking like it's just a lie like whatever runner just get your stuff and keep moving can you walk yep, yep walk to the next aid station <laughs> we'll reevaluate there yeah 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 but i think um you know we're all very fortunate to be in in uh, the spot that we are with running. And there's there's some people out there who um, don't have uh, partners who totally understand this sport. Well, and I'd say, I'd say, I think my husband does think what I do makes no sense, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but he, you know, he tolerates it anyway. But there are some people who don't have that. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's a, a bummer. I think one of the things a friend of mine, one of the things that was helpful for her, she would go on group runs and when she would come home, she would be really happy. And her husband had noticed that. And that's the thing that he liked was uh, not necessarily about the sport, but how it made her um, a happier person. So I hope that for people, I know there are some people who are in tough spots and, and that's always a, a bummer to hear that, but it's hard. It's hard to to balance it. I know this summer I'm looking at my race schedule and trying to figure out balancing a new job. My daughter's home from school. So I'm trying to spend time with her, trying to spend time with my husband who I, I do like spending time with him. So uh, when I'm off on races all the time, I miss him. And, and that's hard to balance that out. I wish that he was there with me um, just so I could spend time with him, but I don't want to hear him whine the whole time. So it would just be miserable. Interesting. <laughs> Well, I it think is. it is interesting, Eric. It is. It very much is. I, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, okay, if you'd go do your race thing, how how could he possibly go with you and not be around you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking. He didn't like getting up early. Well, that's a problem too. Yeah. Neither does Beck. Neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, why does everything start at 5 a.m.? You know, he did come to um, Slopeside, my, um, my oh, Slopeside nice. race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, some people saw him. I don't, I don't know if they realized that's who it was. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it starts at 8 o'clock at night. So he came and helped me <laughs> set up at every. He helped me set up everything. And, well, he's a photographer. And he's, he's a commercial photographer. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, do very much event photography just because it's not his specialty, but he can do it. He's capable of it. So I was like, can you please take photos of my race? And so he, I think the only reason I race direct other races too, but those ones are in the morning. So he won't do photos. <laughs> <laughs> He'll only do them because they're at night. Like I just need promo shots that I can use like on the, to advertise and stuff. So he came. He, it was funny because he came to Slopeside and he climbed up the one side. And um, once I started the runners off, I said, you know, I got to eat quick. And then I want to get to the to the start to see my first first 
runner come around and he says he's like oh it's gonna be a while that is really hard <laughs> it wasn't that long it, wasn't that long. it was eric Faree, and eric's uh awesome and, yeah. and he and he came around in like 12 minutes i was like and i missed him i was so bummed because he's, he's such a cool guy so i i missed eric coming uh, coming around <laughs> All right, so we all, all three of us, these groups here, I think we all know what we're doing this coming weekend. We will all be at world, the world's end, right? Yep, we will be yes. supporting each other. Um, Jeff, I wish you all the luck. I don't think you need luck. Just keep moving. I think you have the, the mindset to, to get it done this time and the training by the sounds of it and the crew and the pacer. Yeah. Jeff, I I also have to ask you about your famous Jeff dogs. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So um, I had this uh, chemistry experiment last summer where I decided that I would not eat any meats or meat more meat products. Basically, vegan a vegan. Diet. I remember this. I was going to yeah. ask you how that was going. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm an omnivore again. I okay. Much eat, yeah, the dairy's still a little, but anyway, that, that's yeah. another discussion. Uh, Jeff dogs are, uh, we had a, a, a pool party after a group run on a Tuesday night mm -hmm. and, uh, I made vegan hot dogs, vegan hot dogs, brought them over and they were a, a great success. They were epic. People are uh, still talking about that. Yeah. One of the guys was like, Hey, what can we do to make these? Uh, we need to produce these. Like I need a recipe. Let's get some backers and let's put these out into the world. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not. Yeah, they were they were good, but you know, I don't know about all the the production. This mass produced vegan hot dogs seems interesting. <laughs> well, I want to try them. I will come to a Tuesday run for that. There you go. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Jeff and Carly. Jeff, other Jeff. I also Jeff, Jeff Harrod did not like you because I'm sweeping. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> he said it. So Jeff Aaron said, see you out there, except for Grace. I don't want to see her. And it took a while for Eric to get that joke. It's my bedtime, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get you to bed, buddy. Thanks, everybody, for coming on and talking about spouses. Jeff, you're going to be awesome on Saturday. Hold on. Can't wait. I got, I got one plug to make. We're Becky and I will be at World's End. We're bringing hugs, hats, and yahoos. So if you want, if you happen to want a green hat, uh, idiot runner hat, let me know. You can get it for cheap because I won't have to pay shipping. That, that's my plug for the night. Yeah, I we will bring, bring it with our, me to World. We End. we have a uh, we have running mullet stickers too, don't we? I will bring them with me too, and we'll bring our <gasps> postcards too. Yeah, that's a good call. I'll wear my hoodie. Will you wear your hoodie? I'll, I'm definitely gonna wear my hoodie. Uh, we're going to be there. You can get photos with us and, um, stickers, running mullet, uh, stickers. Yeah. We'll see everybody out there and we will be back next week to talk about how everything went down on world's end. We'll also fun, find some fun people to, uh, bring on the show. I don't know who yet. We'll bring on more fun people. It's Jeff's, Jeff's birthday. birthday. Happy what? birthday to It is. Oh, uh, we would have put Eric in his special underwear for you. <laughs> That's we, we, we were if getting we real that. close to passing that one, but yeah. Ah, happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you.
Thank you, Melissa, for pointing that out. How would you <laughs> dare come on here and not get away with that? Yeah, that's his baby sister. <laughs> Happy birthday, dude. Enjoy the rest of it. And uh, I look forward to watching you kick butt this weekend. Sounds good. We'll see you guys there. Yep, see you there. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. Good night. Bye. Bye.